Welcome back to From the Frying Pan, and thank you for listening. My name is Vince Cassay, and I want to talk today about culture. In every restaurant, there exists a culture of no or a culture of yes. And when it comes to the time-old expression of the customer is always right, there is a general feeling from staff and leadership to either agree or disagree for a lot of different reasons and at a lot of different levels. The bottom line is we want customers to love our restaurant, enjoy our food, our bar drinks, the ambiance, and our service. And we want to do it the easiest way possible. It's a little selfish, but the easier the job is, the better we can deliver our product and deliver it faster to the customer. Plus, the easier it is, the lower impact it has on the employee. The culture of no is an easy way to keep things easy, to be honest. The culture of no also narrows down options to make that job easier. And it also keeps everyone moving forward and doing what they do best and how it is done best. I'll give you an example of a restaurant that operates on a culture of no, but doesn't really say no out loud. Out in California, there's a place called In-N-Out Burger. It is a West Coast concept with a cult following, and their fast food drive through or dine-in hamburger joint started out uh, by a guy named Harry Snyder out in California. They have a simple menu of hamburgers, french fries, soda, and milkshakes, and that's about it. There are a few secret modifications you can do to the hamburger, but ultimately that's what they serve and they keep it very simple. Every time I make it out to the West Coast, I always make a trip to one of their locations. I'm always shocked by a couple of things. Number one, they operate at an amazingly high functional execution level and amazingly clean at the same time, inside and out. The staff, for the most part, usually consists of young kids, and they are surprisingly happy, genuine, and upbeat when serving their guests, which is a refreshing change, I have to be honest. The food is really good and very fresh, and it's that way every time. I've been to multiple locations in California and Texas, and I have never had a variance to quality or taste. And I believe one of the reasons they are such a great success is they have narrowed down the focus to a simple menu, and they execute the hell out of it. They have figured out how to say no without really saying no. They offer what they offer and it is that simple. Now in the restaurant business, simple is king. However, it doesn't have a very wide appeal to numerous needs. Let's be honest, we live in an age where people are looking for so many varieties and choices and more importantly, the ability to alter anything to their personal liking. Can I add bacon? Can I get a gluten-free bun? I'm allergic to onions and garlics. What can I have on your menu? The list is endless. And the industry's employees are asked to have an endless amount of patience in knowing all of the products, talking about the product, making suggestions and recommendations about the product, memorizing all the ingredients, and preparing the altered product beautifully and quickly. It's not easy. If you've ever looked at a modified entree item in a kitchen with all of the black and red writing and the asterisks and the dashes, it's enough to make you want to leave the industry. And then there's the focus on labor. Let's be honest. To prepare and assemble and create these beautiful dishes or beverages, you must have enough people on staff to do it and to do it efficiently and quickly to get it out to the guests. We all know how corners are cut and the end result becomes so sloppy if you're not staffed and how long it takes to get it to the customer if you're busier than the staff can actually handle. Being in the weeds is not optimal for the guest, and especially during the great pandemic that we are all experiencing, when sales are smaller than they used to be, and profit margins, if there are any, uh, are as minimal as they've ever been. Every penny counts, and it's not easy to balance the guest's needs with the needs of the business to remain open. 
But let's rewind a little bit. Before the pandemic, the focus was on the guest, and there was a very big culture of no. And it confuses the guest uh, that is used to hearing yes in many different other places other than restaurants. It turns the priority of the guest to the priority of execution. The culture of no sometimes is very pride-driven, let's say by a chef or owner that wants to maintain the integrity of the dish or its presentation. Sometimes it's a very classy way of saying this in a great way that we won't provide it any other way. Sometimes, yes, just doesn't fit into the culture of the ambiance of the restaurant and no maintains that. Listen, there are plenty of good and plenty of bad reasons to say no. Having worked in many of these restaurants and with many of these types of people and leadership, I can tell you that ultimately at the end of the day, it is easier to say no to most people for one very simple reason. It saves time and effort. And when you are stretched thin or you don't have the staff to fill the gap of creating or altering different menu items or bar drinks or anything at all, saving time and effort are a really, really good thing. But I'll give you an example of the opposite thought of culture of no. Making people feel special is a very rewarding thing in our industry. It's probably one of the biggest bonuses for people that do the job is when a job is well done and they are appreciated and they see that moment with the guest really make a connection. Small little touches, adjustments, and accommodations can really go a long way. Even in the delivery of things and the words that are used, you can tell the difference with the guest. Regular customers and raving fans are created every day with these very small considerations. Sometimes they're as simple as adding an ingredient to their sandwich or picking out the olives from their salad. Other times their requests require a lot more time and effort, like making a special sauce or an old menu item that has been removed from the menu, but you have the ingredients in-house to make it and remember how to do it. If there is a time and correct ingredients, my feeling is you should do it, no question. You are building sales and following with this little act, creating a market where people know that they can come into your establishment and get things that they love and be treated graciously by someone that can do that. You are also creating a cheerleader for you and your restaurant who will sing your praises anytime they have the chance. I'll tell you a short story. I had a woman that would come into my restaurant that I was managing and she would come in maybe two or three times a month with her husband. Each time she would come up and find me and say hello enthusiastically and give me a hug and we would make small talk for a little while, asking about her family and her business and how her son was doing in college. Then ultimately, the moment I waited for each time, she would ask if she could get, quote, that sauce tonight. It was our little connection I obliged every single time. I would actually go into the kitchen and make it myself. The restaurant that I was running at the time had an open kitchen, so I got a double impact because she would see me go into the kitchen with the cooks during chaos and mayhem and make her this special sauce. And then I would always go out to the table and follow it up with her to make sure it was delicious. And of course, she always loved it. She loved our restaurant and equally loved the fact that I would make her special sauce um, every single time she came in. But more importantly, and this is the key thing for people that run restaurants, and, and I know that you know this, but it needs to be said often. She brought all of her family dinners and all of her business partners and all of her celebrations throughout the year into the restaurant I was running. And I feel very confident that she sung our praises anytime my name or the restaurant's name came up. There's no doubt. So when you're thinking about something that impacts your business and makes people sing your praises 
This is something that really, really does the work one guest at a time, creating special engagement, um, and it, it's worth it's worth your while. There's no question about it. Now, the greatest concern with this story is the most obvious, and I hear it all the time, and you can tell what culture someone has come from by when they say it. If we say yes this time, they will always ask when they come in. We will constantly be making special items for guests and running around like crazy trying to make things that either we don't have or that are not created equally and easy to execute by our kitchen staff or our bartenders. Time and energy is exhausted, and you know it is always when you are busy that they are asking. Come on, people. Wake up. These are your best customers. And if you could be treated that way when you walked into a restaurant, you know that you would go back more often. So why would you not treat them that way? If you got to know these people individually and they're not regular customers, their family, their guests, where they work, all of these things, they want to dine with you and they want to dine at your restaurant. And over so many other choices, they decided to sit in your restaurant and they are ready to spend money. And if you treat them well, they will come back. And it will be easier next time because you will know exactly what they want and how they like it. Think of the exhausting efforts we go through when we take care of VIPs that come into the restaurant. We run around like crazy, we polish everything, we talk to the kitchen, we handle every single nuance of the experience, the details, everything that touches the table. We go over and above and beyond to make them feel special and amazing. And we also make sure that they sing our praises. Well, this is pretty much the same thing. You are building your next level of VIPs. And let's be honest, there are worse things to have than a dining room full of VIPs. If you've ever run a popular restaurant or a restaurant that you've been in for years, walking through the restaurant and being able to go table to table, guest to guest, knowing their names, watching their children grow up, watching them bring in their family, seeing their business partners come in week after week, this is an amazing thing to create and it is worth your 100% effort. It is the cheapest and easiest marketing you can do and it's inside your four walls. With your face as the brand, your people as the soldiers fighting a very difficult battle to win people over and create repeat business. There's an expression that says, do what your competition is either unwilling or unable to do. And that is what will set you apart from them. That is what will make you more appealing in the long run. And that is what will make it more rewarding to eat at your restaurant and by doing those small things make a really big difference. It's not rocket science and we all know it works. It just takes a little bit of effort and a passion to please people, which honestly is the most valuable character trait in our industry. Being good at your job is equally important. I don't want to diminish that. Executing at a high level while pleasing guests is totally doable. If you set up the correct culture that values both of those things, you will win the battle for sales and guests. And let's be honest, we need wins right now. Our industry is suffering. Our restaurants are suffering. There are closures every day throughout the country in every city. There are mom and pop organizations that have been there for years that are closing their doors because they don't have enough guests. And so when you have an opportunity to impress someone and go above and beyond and make an accommodation, do it. Do it with a smile. Do it with enthusiasm. Do it as if you were taking care of your own family that you hadn't seen in years. And that is the type of feeling that will build repeat business, I guarantee you. 
We need more guests in our restaurant. We need more parties. We need a more steady flow of traffic. We need a lot of things. And those that remember the fundamentals of the hospitality business and service will come out ahead in this pandemic. Those that practice those fundamentals every day and every shift will win out when things start to tip and guests and society starts dining out safely and confidently, things will turn your way. I can assure you, people do not want to sit at home anymore and cook in order to go food. They want to go out. They want to have someone smiling, take care of them. They want to enjoy ingredients and preparation that is beyond their capability. They want to do that. And that is what our society is all about. And that's why there are so many restaurants. So those that put the guests at the center of their attention and efforts will truly build something special and memorable for people to want to return to. And we will get through this together, let's be honest. We will come in every day, we will prepare, we will polish the glasses, we will make sure the produce is fresh, we will make sure that the wine is iced down and the beer is nice and cold. Restaurants are vital to our life experience. We gather in them to nourish, to celebrate, to energize, and to experience great things. We must commit to running better restaurants, and the fundamentals is where it all starts. We also must get back into our local neighborhood restaurants and keep them afloat. Go into those mom and pop places that have been there for 20 years or that have their life savings invested into something that is amazing and personal to them. I really appreciate the time to listen to this podcast. Uh, I know that this is something we're all capable of and greatness is right around the corner. It just takes some practice, some focus and the right mindset. So have a great shift, run an amazing restaurant and I'll talk to you next time.